Hello, everyone. Welcome back to my podcast. My name is Catherine. Today, I'm continuing through the journey、um, through Genesis. So today, we're going to look at the second half of Genesis chapter twenty-five, the story of J- Jacob and Esau. It's a very well-known story among Christians, and today I will be bringing in、um, other sources to make it even more interesting. So I will be taking from the Book of Yasher, one of the、um, removed books from the biblical canon, and it's considered as、um, an apocrypha. So it's a group of texts that aren't canonical but have a thread related to the canonical biblical writings, just like. The Book of Enoch I used earlier in my podcast. So these texts are written around or a little bit after the biblical events, and may make mention of biblical events, but are not considered part of the Bible because they may not directly or indirectly refer to God or Jesus. So some of these books are included、um, in the Catholic Bibles. And books such as the Book of Enoch, the Book of Jubilees, and among other ones as well. Okay, so、uh, let's go on from chapter twenty-five,、uh, verse nineteen. So now these are the records of the generations of Isaac, Abraham's son. So Abraham fathered Isaac, and Isaac was forty years old when he took Rebekah, the daughter of Bethuel, the Aramean of Padan Aram. The sister of Laban, the Aramean, to be his wife. So Isaac prayed to the Lord on behalf of his wife because she was unable to have children, and the Lord answered him, and his wife Rebekah conceived. But the children struggled together within her, and she said, "If it is so, why am I in this condition?" So she went to inquire of the Lord, and the Lord said to her, "Two nations are in your womb." And two peoples will be separated from your body. The one people will be stronger than the other, and the older will serve the younger. So we see here that、um, again, when a woman was not able to conceive,、uh, prayer played a huge role in asking God for、um, a child. And in this case, Rebecca got two because they're twins. And from God's words to Rebecca. You can see that、um, it's already pre preordained that the younger will be stronger than the older, and the older will serve the younger. Now we see that when the day of delivery came,、um, the the first one came out was Esau, and he was hairy, and they named him Esau because he's very red and hairy, and afterwards his. Brother came out with his hand holding onto Esau's heel, so he was named Jacob, and Isaac was sixty years old when she gave birth to them, and it is very possible that Jacob got his name, which in Hebrew is called Yaakov,、uh, very similar to the word Akev because Akev is the name is the word for heel, so he was grabbing his. Brother's heel when he came out, and so his name was Jacob, Yaakov. So now here we see the very interesting story where the boys grew up in verse twenty-seven, and Esau became a skillful hunter, a man of the field, 
but Jacob was a civilized man living in tents. So in other words, Esau was more wild and Jacob was the mama's boy, <laughs> okay, so to speak. So, but, but Isaac loved Esau because he had a taste for game, and, but Rebecca loved Jacob and because Jacob is always at home with his mom. So now here, I'm going to interject the book of Yasher, where, which it means the book of just ones. And I am taking this from a website called weareisrael.org. And it's talked about how, why Esau came in um, asking for the bowl of lentils when Jacob was cooking it. And why was Jacob cooking the lentils, you ask? Because um, it's about the time when Abraham died and Isaac is mourning his father. And it is custom that the eldest son will prepare this soup of lentil or the stew of lentil um, as a meal to comfort his um, grieving father. But Esau did not do it, so it ended up Jacob was the one cooking the meal. And why was Esau away? Let's see. So the website reads, Relatively few people have ever heard that Esau killed Nimrod and then despised his birthright. We're going to see today that Esau, like Nimrod, had a desire to rule the world. What would an extra portion over his brother matter to Esau? in light of world domination. So again, the, it is the book of Yasha that has provided the rest of the story. So remember Nimrod, uh, who was a great hunter, but in, in Bible sense, he was not um, the good guy. Um, so he, he was ruling over the earth and he was the one who wanted to build um, the Tower of Babel, if we look back into Genesis. And uh, so it says, Nimrod had a dream. And so after Terah's son, Abram, was born, Nimrod had a dream, and here is the interpretation. And the king was grieved at the sight, and he awoke out of his sleep, and his spirit was agitated. He felt a great terror. The king here is Nimrod. And in the morning, the king rose from his couch in fear, and he ordered all the wise men and magicians to come before him when the king related his dream to them. And the wise servant of the king, whose name was Anuki, answered the king, saying, This is nothing else but the evil of Abram and his seed, which will spring up against my master and king in the latter days. And in the book of Yasher, it reads, and on a certain day, Esau went in the field to hunt, and he found Nimrod walking in the wilderness with his two men. And all his mighty men and his people were with him in the wilderness, but they removed at a distance from him, and they went from him in different directions to hunt. And Esau concealed himself from Nimrod, and he lurked for him in the wilderness. And Nimrod and his men that were with him did not know and Nimrod and his men frequently walked about in the field at the cool of the day. And to know where his men were hunting the field. And Nimrod and two of his men that were with him came to the place where they were, when Esau started suddenly from his lurking place and drew his sword, and hastened and ran 
to Nimrod and cut off his head. And Esau fought to des- fought a desperate fight with the two men that were with Nimrod. And when they called out to him, Esau turned to them and smote them to death with his sword. So Nimrod had the garments that Jehovah made for Adam and his wife um, Eve, and they had been handed down to him through Ham and made him strong. It was these garments that were coveted by Esau. So in the book of Yahshua it says, And the garments of skin which God made for Adam and his woman when they went out of the garden were given to Cush. For after the death of Adam and his woman, the garments were given to Enoch, the son of Jared. And when Enoch was taken up to God, he gave them to Methuselah, his son. And at the death of Methuselah, Noah took them and brought them to the ark. And they were with him until he went out of the ark. And in their going out, Ham stole those garments from Noah, his father. And he took them and hid them from his brothers. And when Ham begot his firstborn Cush, he gave them the garments in secret. And they were with Cush many days. And Cush also concealed them from his sons and brothers. And when Cush had begotten Nimrod, he gave, them, he gave him those garments through his love for him. And Nimrod grew up, and when he was 20 years old, he put on those garments. And Nimrod became strong when he put on the garments. So we see here that um, Esau really didn't care much about his birthright uh, because he coveted the worldly goods, so to speak. And uh, so that's why we can understand why he didn't really care much when, when Jacob said to ask for his birthright. However, he didn't know that um, God's blessing is actually more than uh, his worldly gains. So in Yashur it says, And when Esau saw the mighty man of Nimrod coming at a distance, he fled and thereby escaped. And Esau took the valuable garments of Nimrod, which Nimrod's father had bequeathed to Nimrod, and with which Nim- at which Nimrod prevailed over the whole land, and he ran and concealed them in his house. So now we know why Esau was so weary when he came from the field and met Jacob, and um, he asked for the stew. So Esau took those garments and ran into the city on account of Nimrod's men, and he came unto his father's house wearied and exhausted from the fight. Now let's go back to the Bible. So from Genesis chapter 25 and um, verse 29, then let's continue on. So when Jacob had cooked a stew one day, Esau came in from the field and he was exhausted. Now we know why he was exhausted. And Esau said to Jacob, please let me have a mouthful of that red stuff there for I'm exhausted. So therefore he was called Edom by name. But Jacob said, first sell me your birthright. Esau said, look, I'm about to die. So of what use then is this birthright to me? So we can see that he killed Nimrod. So um, he probably thinks he's going to get hunted down and killed soon. And uh, imagine you're Jacob. Okay, he made this do for his father. And now his brother comes in and says, give me that. And Esau may or may not finish the whole pot, but that probably means he has to recook it again. So Jacob very 
wisely or smartly or cunningly, which whichever way you want to see it, said, first swear to me. So he swore an oath to him, and um, and so his birthright to Jacob. Then Jacob gave Esau bread and lentil stew, and he ate and drank and got up and went on his way. So we see here Esau despised his birthright. So from this narrative, there really isn't much for me to talk about, but it is it makes a more complete picture when you put in、um, the book of Yasher. Of course, it doesn't change the outcome of the story.、Uh, Whether Jacob cunningly got the birthright from Esau, or to me, it's really preordained anyway, and、um, and I find that preachers like to paint Jacob in a negative light because of this account. But I don't think it's as bad as people think it is. And、uh, of course, Jacob has his wiles and his ways in surviving the world, as we can see later on in the Bible. But、um, I think at this point, he really just really traded smartly with his brother,、um, and I think that's the attitude that、uh, people should have when it comes to worldly possessions or blessings from God. And it is difficult to see blessings from God when we.、Um, Have our worldly possessions in front of us, but as good as the worldly possessions are,、um, they are really just the additional of God's blessings to us. And what we need to look at is: Are we being changed as Christians? Are we living a new life? If you're not living a new life, or、um, you don't feel yourself being changed, then ask yourself why. Why am not am I not living in God's blessing and God's、um, destiny for us? And is there anything we can learn from the Bible that we too can enjoy God's blessings and be an even better person or a person who is more like God through the process of reading the Bible? Okay, so I'm going to end here and hope enjoy this extra narrative about Jacob and Esau, and we'll continue on chapter twenty six next time. All right, goodbye.